0: A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice a month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. Hey, I appreciate you tuning in again to From My Standpoint. I'm your host, Josh C. Jones. If this is your first time listening, then I thank you for tuning in. And if it's not, well, thank you for coming back. If you have not yet subscribed, then I encourage you to subscribe to From My Standpoint. You can follow me on Facebook at Josh C. Jones Author on Instagram at Josh C. Jones, author on Twitter at author JC Jones, or visit the website www.fromtheirstandpoint.com. That's from T H E I R standpoint.com and click on my show from my standpoint. And if you even slightly liked what you hear in these podcasts, then please rate review and share. All right. So in this one, With the elections coming up very, very soon uh, for 2020, I wanted to tap into something that I think really is important for us to understand. Now, this episode can be listened to and used to help better understand all elections, not just the presidential ones, because I do not make claims for one candidate or one side over the other. You can rest assured on that. Every election, we are told, well, I know it's true for me anyway, Uh, that I'm told that this is the most important election ever, and hmm, maybe each is in its own time. However, I truly believe this one, the presidential election of 2020, is the most important in my lifetime thus far. Why is that? Well, random voice of questions, I think we are at a crossroads right now. And the reason I say that is because both parties are divided. There are radicals in each that have been trying to warp or change the party views and the direction of the party and, ultimately, the country. Did you say both? Yes, I did, random voice of questions. I said both. Now, if you listen to episode 2, Focused or Blinded, Who is the Enemy? You would know that we are divided. Maybe not as much as the outlets uh, try to portray us as and scare us into believing, but we are divided, and we are fighting and destroying our own. And in the midst of all the chaos and confusion and violence, we have been shown two clearly different paths for us to choose from. Now, from what I can remember in past elections, the candidates always differed on many topics and policies, Yet, each still claimed to hold firm to the rule of law, to our constitution, to law and order, and to the individual's freedoms and liberties and inalienable rights. And here we are, for the first time in my life, where in my understanding and perception, these two paths no longer seem to reconverge. This is why I feel the need to speak about support. Now, like I said, I am not speaking about support for or against one side or the other. What I am speaking about is our choice, that is, your reasoning for how you decide to vote. Are you going to get all political on us and push a one-sided agenda like others have recently? No, no, don't worry. Don't worry about that random voice of questions, I am not. But I do think it is important for people to hear the rest of this episode so they can be in a better position to make their own, more informed choice. Now, this topic and episode, like I said, can be universally viewed for all elections of public officials. So, let's get into this heavy and all-important topic for our lives and our understanding. Support. Support is to hold up, to give assistance to, to bear the weight of, to defend, to promote, to chime in when necessary, to break up monotony and provide substance of. Yeah. Don't hold any punches there, random voice of reason. But once again, you are correct. Now every time there is an election, we are asked, what do you support? Well, most likely the question is, who do you support? What you support is how you vote, and how you vote is how you show support. So what do you support? Well, let us first try and figure out this broad and oftentimes reworded gotcha question. Who do you support? What do you support? So the first question we should really ask ourselves about this is, are we supporting a person, a party, or a policy? The answer to this question will help determine our response to the question of support. For instance, It is constantly repeated that when it comes to politics, at least, we often only have a choice of the lesser of two evils. I hear this in almost every election cycle, so I'm sure most of you do, too. Why do people ask this question? I think it has more to do with the possible lack of understanding when it comes to the policies and politics in general, random voice of questions, Or possibly even not understanding that question of support. In a society of vain self-importance and looks, and one in which the outer shell and a velvet voice that conceals a viper's tongue is not just desired but considered a good quality, evil will always appear comforting. Um, actually, yeah. That actually does sound about right, Random Voice of Reason. As far as the choice of the lesser of two evils, this is interesting to me because with this thought that we must decide between the lesser of two evils, we have established, in our perception at least, that each is evil. I am a creepy little man with a twisted mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who really wants to to vote for a creepy little man, right? (laughs) Well, in doing so, we have labeled each person as wicked, that they are morally reprehensible. Now, I guess in reality this might be true, maybe? I mean, no person is pure and no person is without sin, and sin could be a transgression against the law of one's deity. It can also be wickedness, a wrong, an error, a lapse in judgment or character, and each person is with faults and each person has moments of frailty. Not one of us is perfect. Now, this would be due in part to the fact that although we try and we may strive for it, no human is flawless. And no human has an always and never failing true and perfect character. I mean, if we speak of technicalities here, then we are all in error at some point. We all have lapses of judgment and character. Thus, we are all wicked. With that in mind, I guess this statement of the lesser of two evils, because we all at some point considered wicked and have lapses in judgment, I guess it might seem very plausible. Hell spells, I seem to have lost my broom again. (laughs) Oh yeah, nothing like being wicked and forgetting where you parked your car, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, anyway, sometimes we liken them, that is the people we get to vote for, to a sorcerer who not only casts a spell of idiocy, supremacy, and bigotry, but also turns their followers into sheeple. (laughs) However, if this is the case and we are to choose between the lesser of two evils, then this means we are choosing based on the individual, that is, their supposed value, their supposed character, their morals, their supposed foundation. Our perception would then be that they both have fractured characters and are both morally corruptible. Thus, because of this perception, regardless of any other reasoning, they are both evil. Yet, with this thinking, we purposely leave ourselves out of the equation. I mean, even though we would all fall into the same category, right? we still conveniently excuse ourselves from being labeled as evil. Now, with this thought process, we are required to not separate the policy or party from the individual person, but treat them as one and the same. Hmm, maybe that is why we are often quick to label others and assume that to vote for someone is to show solidarity, acceptance, and complete support for that person's perceived character, values, morals, and foundation. This, however, I think is is still flawed in many ways. I mean, first of all, if voting is solely a show of solidarity, acceptance and support for an individual's perceived character, values, morals, and foundation, then all voting must be suspended. I mean, it's got to be suspended to ensure no one sells out their own personal values, corrupts their character, disqualifies their morals, or cracks and poisons their foundation. Because by voting for the lesser of two evils, by by doing this, they are still voting for perceived evil. And if we vote for evil, then we have essentially sold out our own values, damaged our own character, tainted our morals, and poisoned and diluted our foundation. I mean, we have, in essence, supported evil. Secondly, It would mean that policy is unimportant, and thus immaterial when it comes to voting or running for any office. Because with this concept, individual character is policy, and policy is the individual's character. And the individual is not separate from any policy or issue. In fact, the individual would also be considered the entire party. It would mean our perception of the individual's values, character, morals, and foundation is the ultimate ruling factor in our idea of politics, government, and policy. Now, maybe this is true. Well, then again, maybe it's not true. But for this thought process to prevail, the person must also not be separate from party affiliation and the most common used labels such as liberal, conservative, democrat, republican, etc., Because these are all groups of people, and not all labeled in these groups have identical values, characters, morals, or foundations. Well, unless we ascribe to the aforementioned, that is. Now, if we choose to vote for party affiliation... It's party time! Not that type of party. But if we choose to vote for party affiliation then we have chosen party identification as our ultimate ruling factor in our idea of politics, government, and policy. It would mean that policy is unimportant and thus immaterial when it comes to voting or running for any office. It would mean that the individual is not an individual, but only identifiable by their party affiliation. That is, their character, values, morals, and foundation are that of the party mold it and construct it from herd mentality. There would be no individual. Only the party and the character, values, morals, foundation, and will of the party would exist. As George Orwell said in his book 1984, quote, To know and not to know. To be conscious of complete truthfulness while telling carefully constructed lies to hold simultaneously two opinions which cancelled out, knowing them to be contradictory and believing in both of them, to use logic against logic, to repudiate morality while laying claim to it, to believe that democracy was impossible and that the party was the guardian of democracy, to forget whatever it was necessary to forget, then to draw it back into memory again at the moment when it was needed, and then, promptly, to forget it again, and above all, to apply the same process to the process itself, end quote. Why does this type of thinking sound very familiar? <laughs> oh, random voice of questions. Maybe, just maybe, because it is familiar. Thus, if party affiliation is what politics, government, and policy is all about, and if party affiliation is what is most important to champion, then the individual identity be darned, and the voters' individual values, character, morals, and foundation be darned, and the complete and absolute dogmatism and will of the party, which would become the identity for all, be praised and revered and passionately defended at all costs, because the ends, that is, what the party wants, would justify the means Now, what if we choose to vote for policy rather than our perception of the individual's own perceived values, character, morals, or foundation? And what if we choose to vote for policy rather than the all-consuming and absolute dogmatism of party affiliation? Then, we have chosen policy. That is, we have chosen our personal values— our character, our morals, and our foundation as the ultimate ruling factor in our idea of politics, government, and policy. It would mean that the individual's failings and faults, or a certain party's dogmatism and will, is, for the most part, unimportant and immaterial when it comes to voting or running for any office. It would mean that our individual values, our character, our morals, and our foundation are what matter most to each of us, and that by following this, we determine the candidate who most closely answers each topic and concern with an answer to a policy that we can accept and support based on our own individual value, our own individual character, our own individual morals, and our foundation. This would mean that we understand and admit that no one person will ascribe to or fight for every value we hold dear on every issue, nor will any one person have the same character that we have built for our lives, nor will any one person subscribe to all the same moral codes that we do, nor will any party fit perfectly with our ideas and views and beliefs of absolutes or our perceived dogmatism by which we choose to live our life because we would understand and believe in individual identity. With this thinking, we could then vote based on individual policy. We could then ensure our freedom from kneeling before herd mentality of a party. For, as George Orwell also put, put it in his book 1984, quote, "...the party seeks power entirely for its own sake." End quote. We would then be sure to not hold any party as an idol in our lives. With this, we could then not have to choose between the lesser of two evils and still be supporting evil, but instead choose based on our values, our character, our morals, and our foundation when dealing with what we deem as our most pressing topics when it comes to politics, our nation, our communities, our families, our lives, our culture, our future, and our national character. We then vote based on our foundation and hold to our values, character, and morals. And in doing so, we could all find some common ground. If you have not yet subscribed, then I encourage you to to subscribe to From My Standpoint to ensure you receive a reminder when new episodes are released. Visit the website www.fromtheirstandpoint.com that's from t-h-e-i-r standpoint.com and click on my show From My Standpoint. And now what you've all been waiting for, it's the wisdom of Dad Joke. Sometimes we must stop and think, is the comment we are about to make because we truly care to help, or because we truly wish to know something, or is it because the policy is insignificant and the individual might not matter, but the collective, the party, is core? Maybe if we took just a moment to honestly answer what it is we support and why, then we could try to find common ground. Speak positive and be more like the rotation of the earth and make someone's day brighter. This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, encouraging and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show.